0: I have a fantastic show for you today. I'll give you pointers and ways to level up in your life. I'll also be interviewing Casey Armstrong, who is a former cast member of the Howard Stern Show. Casey has done a 180 degree turn with his life and is now the proud owner of WMAP Radio, a station dedicated to inspiring and celebrating the triumph of human spirit over adversity. He interviews people who have faced incredible hardships only to become a greater version of themselves in the process. Today, you will hear how Casey leveled up in his life and how he inspired buyers all those around him you may also purchase his book simply amazing at your favorite digital bookstore or in the previous guest products in both stores at either james or lifeology.tv for more information about Casey please visit wmapradio.com thank you so much for listening to lifeology I would love to connect with you be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. Leveling up in your life. When we were children, we had all these fantastical ideas of who and what we we're going to become. That could be from the traditional roles of a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse, a veterinarian. We all had these ideas that we could become anything we wanted to be. Fast forward years later, and often that confidence that we can do things has diminished. Why do you think that is? Usually life happens. Circumstances happen in our life, and all of a sudden that joy or that drive that we had can often be blindsided, and because of that, we often settle for what life has given us as opposed to creating the life we want. One way to recognize if you've perhaps settled for mediocrity in your life is if you've said to people or even had thoughts like this of there's got to be more to life, or I can't imagine doing this again, or if I have to do this one more time, (laughs) We've all had those thoughts, but that really is a form of mediocrity. Now, it doesn't mean you're mediocre, it just simply means perhaps the thoughts or the lifestyle you've created is not allowing you to grow and develop. And because of that, you'll find that you're just frustrated. It just doesn't seem like you can get ahead. One way to level up is you want to look at your friend group. I once heard that Harvey Firestone, Thomas Edison, and Henry Ford all had summer homes together. So during the summer, they would connect and they would talk and feed off of each other's ideas. Could you imagine sitting in that room listening to them? So think about that in your own life, the conversations that you have with your friends. What kind of conversations are they? Do you find that they're inspiring conversations? Do you find that when you go your separate ways that you're motivated to try something new or you're excited to do something new? Now, of course, every single conversation is not going to inspire us, but it is important to recognize that if you're spending time with people who are okay with the life that they've created, and of course, there's nothing wrong with that, but if in your heart you want something more or something different, it is important to reflect on the people with whom you associate. If you are the smartest or most successful person in your group, It's important to find another group. Now, it doesn't mean you can't still be friends with those other people, but you want to surround yourself with people so that you can grow and develop. Because once again, if you're at that ceiling of your group or the most successful of your group or the smartest person of your group, there's no other place to go. Sometimes the goals we have can be incredibly overwhelming and the idea of completing it is very daunting. The great thing about today is with the internet, (laughs) for better or worse, you can find whatever it is you're looking for. And so what may not have been accessible before can now be accessible today. So if you want to try something new or learn something new, it's simply a search away. The reason why I say that is this. When you can gather more information for yourself, it allows you to expand your thoughts and expand your perception. But if you try and recycle your thoughts and recycle how that dream can be made, unfortunately, you don't have enough information, don't know what you don't know. One of the basic things to do is simply research. Once you have enough information, it starts to help you find that excitement again. It helps you start to find that motivation and that drive to try something new. Another really cool thing is to simply reach out to someone whom you think is very successful. That can be from a financial standpoint. That can be how they demonstrate certain characteristics in their personality, from integrity to loyalty to honesty, whatever those things may be. But you get to decide what success looks like ask them how they do it. How do they maintain that? How do they find that ability to overcome the obstacles they face so that what was once a stumbling block is now a stepping stone? The more you surround yourself with individuals who continually evolve and grow, you will start to emulate that. The goals and dreams you had when you were younger can still be fulfilled. Just because you've had a setback does not mean that it cannot become a comeback. Examine your friend group today determine the people in your life that are going places and people that you want to aspire to be more like, reach out to them, connect with them. And the great thing is as soon as you start to do that, you will then move forward in your life. And so those thoughts of mediocrity will start to diminish and you'll focus on your purpose and accomplish your dreams. I have a fantastic interview today with Casey Armstrong. He did just that. He leveled up in his life. He made a 180 degree turn, recognized the things in his life that were not working, and found ways in which he could become successful. So stay tuned. If you're anything like me, you'll love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read, but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifology.com forward slash audible to get started today. My guest today is Casey Armstrong, who is a former cast member of The Howard Stern Show. Casey has done a 180-degree turn with his life and is now the proud owner of WMAP Radio, a station dedicated to inspiring and celebrating the triumph of human spirit over adversity. He interviews people who have faced incredible hardships only to become a greater version of themselves. Today, he's going to share his own story with us. Welcome to my show, Casey. Casey.
1: Hey, thank you so much. Uh, it's an honor for me to be here. Uh, this is a, a huge show and uh, you've, you've done incredible things and uh, I'm so excited to be here. So thank you for inviting me. You are very welcome.
0: Now, I'm truly honored as well. I mean, you have, I was looking at your, your backstory, all the things you've done. I was like, oh my gosh, I knew I'd heard about you with the Howard Stern Show, but I kept reading more and more. I was like, wow, he has done a lot. So congratulations. <laughs> thank you. What I really love about your brand as well with the WMAP is just we, we have such such synergy. In other words, I look at all the, how to help people um, just look at their life and create inspirational content to help people say, well, if this worked for someone, let me try it. And so you do the same thing. So it's going to be, I know it's going to be a fantastic interview today.
1: Yeah, but I don't have the background that you have. I mean, with with, with you being a a psychiatrist, um, I mean, that's, that adds a whole nother thing to it. You know, that's that, that adds a a, a very interesting take on things. So I'm kind of afraid talking to you actually. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, I promise. I'll
0: give you an invoice after the, after the show's over. How about that?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding. Okay.
0: i just it. Right. <laughs> so, when, how did you even get in the business in the show business industry or the radio industry?
1: So, uh when I was in college, I um I had my own radio show. It was a talk show. I used to watch Howard's show on the the E channel. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. because uh, in Kentucky, he went to school in Western Kentucky. He wasn't on the radio down there. So my brother would send me uh, radio tapes because he was uh, up in Cortland, New York. And uh, I kept watching that and I learned so much from it. I saw how yeah. the, uh, Fred would pass him the, the, the tapes and, and how sound effects would be played and stuff. So I learned more watching that show than I did in some of my classes, you know, oh, studying really? radio. Yeah, yeah. so, so um, I, I, uh, I started writing and uh, I got an internship for the summer because I'd go home to New York uh, for the yeah. summer until I had to go back and play the next season because I played football down there, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, so that, once I was there interning, uh, they, I started writing some stuff and they were using some of it on the air. So uh, Howard uh, actually invited me to some of the writing meetings and I was, I mean, that was crazy. That I was sitting. Yeah, I bet. there. bad. He says Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Jackie Bartling was there, and uh, and um, I'm sitting next. to, You know, Howard's there. I, I couldn't believe it. So it was it was real experience. So uh, when I left to play my last season, my fifth year, um, I uh, rented a computer. And back then, this was 1997. So back then, I mean, computers were just kind of. You know, emails were just yeah. kind of happening. I remember uh, <laughs> it. Right, right? We're roughly the so, same age. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you just you just look uh, a lot healthier than I do, but uh, this is the start. Uh, so, so I uh, I rented a computer and I wrote every single day. Like I was in my classes, I'd be wow. writing, nice. um, you know, uh, uh, bits and stuff like that. So every mm-hmm. day, like like clockwork, well, when I got home from practice, I I would write a bit or something like that. And they are still using my stuff in the writing meetings so wow you know, uh, so even though you yeah, weren't so there
0: it, they still have a reason yeah
1: yeah it was it was uh it was one of those things where uh if you try if you're dedicated and they see that your potential mm-hmm. employer will see that mm-hmm. those are the type of people that you want around you know yes. so wow. uh yes yeah, so, so so when uh, the season was over uh, he called me up to do an interview to, to take a position and uh, I interviewed with him and uh, he said, oh, we haven't hired anybody in like seven or eight years, but uh, you certainly proved your point. Uh, so mm-hmm. how fast can you get up here? And wow. I got to tell you, I, I got to tell you that that last season, when you play football and you're on a, a scholarship, yeah. that last semester, the spring semester, you play golf. You you don't do anything, you hang out with your oh, friends. Oh, really? <laughs> <That's down. true. laughs> yeah, so, so I, I was going to miss that, but but look, this was a job I always wanted. So yeah, uh, uh, I, I'm right. like, Howard, I, I just got to get uh, someone to live where I am, because I don't want to stick my roommates yeah. with, uh, with an extra bill. So yeah. I found somebody and I was up in two weeks, and then that's how I got in there. That's a crazy.
0: How How is it for working with Howard Sternum? He's such an amazing person, brilliant man. How is it working with him?
1: Brilliant is the word. You, you, you hit it right in the mm-hmm. head. The, the, I've never seen somebody, uh, I, of course I don't know what's going on in his head, but yeah. during those meetings, I would stand look at him, like he would make the decision on all these things, like if he wanted to do it or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know we pitch him an idea or something like that, and it is it you is know, see him thinking, and he was able to right there make a decision, not like oh maybe we should maybe not maybe he say okay we're gonna do it we'll do it this way this is a good I- excuse me this is a good idea, and mm-hmm. to have that uh, that ability to make a decision and to know what's good for your show um, yeah. with, with no second thought don't second guess yourself I thought that was amazing.
0: Yeah. And, and what I love about Howard is not only is he brilliant, but his ability to be provocative in a way that from a rating standpoint, people either love him or they hate him and they hate him because they want to hear what he has to say. And then his ratings mm-hmm. went through the roof. I mean, from so many levels, like, like I said, from a brilliant marketing standpoint as well, I, I just, um, I would actually like to meet him one day. I think he's just, he's just a phenomenal person. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. He really, really is a, is, a, is a sweet guy, a nice guy. And, mm-hmm. um, really just, just, really uh as you said brilliant for you you
0: worked there for a period of time and then you left the show what what happened for you during that time when you made your 180 degree turn
1: i, I actually i didn't leave i was fired uh around oh, 2000 okay. yeah 2005 or something i uh had a big bout with the depression uh hmm. i still struggle with it um i was uh i was using drugs and alcohol and showing up later and later, and not caring, really. and uh, yeah, it got it got really, really bad. Uh, so I wasn't dependable. And I let some people down. and mm-hmm. I still feel really bad about that. but it was it was time they gave me a chance. They sent me to rehab. this h r came in, and uh, Tom Chiano, who was the the uh, the GM, uh, sent me to rehab. and I went to rehab for a while and and was doing the right thing. and then mm-hmm. I thought in my in my infinite wisdom that it was okay for me to go out and do stand up again sober. Uh which oh, goodness. Oh. never never really did that before. You know? You always yeah. had to have a, you know, a couple of drinks. So so that was I'm um, already nervous
0: thinking about that for you. Like, oh
1: my gosh. Santa <laughs> <laughs> is hard but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, how did that go? Okay, so uh, I'm I'm sure you know where this is going. Uh I just remembered <laughs> that last meeting and <laughs> telling the, yeah. the the group I never really speak in the groups so or whatever but I said, look, I, I, I'm going to go do stand-up this, this weekend. I haven't done it for six or seven months. Uh, I'm going to go do it for the first time sober. And, uh, yeah, so, so I went to Boston, and uh, the shows, I did great on the shows, but turns out when I was supposed to be back for Monday for mm-hmm. all the tests and for the meetings, I didn't get back till Thursday because I was in a hotel with oh, crap. Uh, 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 someone else. Uh-huh. So we, we were just sitting there. Um, not doing the right thing. Uh, and those sure. just, as, a, as a younger uh, person, uh, that was what got me, that was the final straw. They said, "Well, look, we gave you a chance. Mm-hmm. We can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and even
0: as you reflect on, on that, that part of your life, do you see the, dis- the difference between who you are today versus who you were then?
1: Totally, yeah, I, I do. I, back then I had no faith. I, mm-hmm. I, I blamed God for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, the depression, Depression will make you throw yourself away. I mean, it, it really. Yeah. As, as as you know, I'm sure that uh, you 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 know a lot about this. But uh, it's it's uh, man, it's it, it's tough uh, when you don't care about mm-hmm. things, you don't care about mm-hmm. the outcomes, mm-hmm. and you don't really think about them. So responsibility yeah. kind of goes out the window. And you and it, yeah. and when you know what's gonna happen, you know you're get fired. Now what happens? What do you do now? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really plan for that. So um, I see I see now in my old age that i want to be around i want to be around people that are, are uh, that are always positive uh that mm-hmm. um that, that uh that bring out the best in each other you know there are other mm-hmm. some people that, yeah of course you know what i mean like there's people mm-hmm. like a group but so so um
0: well you become yeah. your group You become the people that... So in psychology, we have what's called the the law of the group. So in other words, it's really the average. So if someone is really, really motivational and someone isn't as motivational, you'll find that the average turns to this. So the one who's not as motivational will become more motivational. And the person who is motivational will all of a sudden become less motivational. So that's why just like in sports, you always want to play up. One of my favorite quotes is you can't hang out with chickens and expect to soar with eagles. And to yeah. me, I love that quote. I, I love <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, I love because, that. Because yeah, yeah cuz the more you want to grow and develop, you can't you can't be at the top of your game in your friend group as, as amazing as they are, but in order to get to the next level, you have to level up. So just like what you're saying there as well. You want That's to surround true. yourself with healthier people. Yeah.
1: It's a great point, and, and that's, that's, a, that's a great observation, and it's, it's so true. It, it reminds me kind of the only way I got better in football was I, I used, in, the, in the weight room was I would work out with the linemen. And, and yeah, they were, exactly. You know, they were 10 times uh, stronger than me, mm-hmm. and like you said, me and them would bring up to half just by working yeah. out with people that are stronger. Exactly. I, that's, exactly. That's, that's, that's a great uh, – I can remember that. That's, that's a great uh, observation <laughs> thing.
0: Well, it was, as your journey continued, how did you then purchase this amazing station? WMAP.
1: Uh Actually, it, it we built it from from nothing. I, I it started in a place I used to live in called East Mariches, and mm-hmm. it was a house. It was a house that I was renting, and in the back there was a a very small room that was all glass, and it was facing the water, so it was cool. Oh wow! And I, ter- wow. And cool. I ter- it it was great to, to so the microphone was pointed out, and you'd watch the boats, and it was it was really cool, but it wasn't a radio studio and we probably had two two listeners it was probably maybe my mom would listen every once in a while and maybe a staff member or something you know <laughs> it's but, like how uh, my show started <laughs> right but, really... it turned into what it is you know yeah. so so uh, from there uh, we were there for about like a a year kind of just seeing how the things worked and everything and finally we were getting a uh, a little more uh a little more press uh, some more listeners and making uh, a little little more money with advertisers so was able to move into the next place which was two rooms in the back of mm. uh, a friend's uh, medical billing supply company still not there oh, yet, interesting. but yeah, yeah but but you know it, it was a step up so yeah. uh, we we you know we, we uh, worked hard there and finally had saved up enough to buy this abandoned tanning salon that was close close by and you know we did all the work why well, I, I did all the work with yeah. Uh, a couple of construction people turned it into a, actually a real a radio station, a big antenna in the back. And now... Oh, uh, really? That's awesome. Fa- fast forward, it gets, uh, there's a big antenna that picks up the transponder out in Manorville, which puts us on FM station by just pressing a button. Nice. We got offices That's crazy. There. And yeah. So, so it, it's, it, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, to, to go from nothing to something, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So is simulcast, is that what you're saying? You simulcast it from AM
1: FM yes awesome yeah oh that's great oh that's really cool it's a show every uh, Monday through Friday and then the rest is 24/ 7 on MAP which is uh, internet uh, which is heard in 105 uh, countries but the FM wow. is just just in Long Island and uh, we used to have Florida but we're going to add a couple of the FMs which uh, which is weird I want to get your thoughts on that what do you think FM's going
0: You know, that's a great question. It's, um, it's interesting. I've I've had, when I started on podcasts and then when I switched over to, I'm on FM and AM stations, and then obviously then you have the digital as well. So you have so many different people who say podcasts are the new wave, you know, that's what's happened for a while, but I mean, you still can't, when I look at my numbers, it's majority of my are still FM players. And so there's a lot of individuals who still listen to it. So I think it's still a really viable market. Um, you know, you also have, like I said, the digital platforms, FM and AM, they're still, I think they're here to stay regardless of what, what the trends say. But I, I, I agree with you. I think that you, you have a great opportunity to continue to get more traffic and to really inspire people as well.
1: Well, uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. It's, I don't think that, that uh, when you get in the car, I know most, most younger people are taking the aux and they're putting in the aux and they're listening mm-hmm, to podcasts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah. I don't think you will ever replace, you know, just uh, that that dial. I think it will always be there, yeah. like you said. Yeah, Maybe, maybe um, not in the same way it is, but I think it will always be there.
0: Well, the whole thing, just like you look at anything, as well, it'll morph and evolve to something different. So when it was years ago versus today, I mean, it's still around, but it still has evolved in some way. So regardless of what the trends say, I agree with you that FM still will be part of our future as well. When you bought your uh, your station, and then how did you know that you wanted to have inspirational content?
1: Because that's how it started. It was I had mm-hmm. just gotten tired of uh, of living a you know making mistakes and I mm-hmm. uh, you know. And that's that's what we're going back to surrounding yourself with the with the right people. I talk mm-hmm. to people that inspire me every day, so uh, i'm not uh, I'm not uh hanging out at, at the bar every day. Mm-hmm. There's some great stories, some people who inspire me in the bar, but yeah. for the most part, uh the people that I'm interviewing, six or seven of them of a day i I'm, I'm hearing six or seven people that were supposed to die or were supposed to lose their job yeah. their family, whatever, but somehow. Did something good for someone else or for themselves. And now uh, they're living a completely different life. And you hear enough of that stuff, like you were saying before,
0: <laughs> yeah, you certainly do. yeah, and that's I know for me because like, i i I think I'm at my right as of today, I think I have two hundred and sixty shows. Um, as of the time of this recording and I'm sure in the future when it syndicates you'll hear I'll have a lot more but for me I have heard so many amazing stories just like you and every time I talk to someone it encourages me it inspires me and then you know I hear what worked for them I'm like oh let me try that and then I hear what didn't work I'm like okay well, let's make sure I don't try that <laughs> but it really is something because it gives us so much information so many tools to say yes regardless of how difficult my life is and what I'm experiencing there is a way out it may be painful but there is a way out and once we figure. That out. That's how the, our, our life can literally launch and develop in an exponential way.
1: Totally. And I had. To, I remember what one of my guests said. He said, "If you if you sat with uh, or, or stood with uh, seven or eight people in, in a circle, and you all threw your problems into the middle, uh, if you heard everyone else's problem, you would pretty much most likely go and pick up yours." It really is. So we don't have it that bad. Yeah,
0: exactly. You've written a couple really amazing books. Well, they're actually called that. The first one is Simply Amazing, the special author's edition and Simply Amazing Women. Tell us about this.
1: Oh, cool. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So the first one was uh, Simply Amazing, the special author's edition. And what I did was I took uh, 10 people who had uh, who just wowed me on the radio and it was Kind of almost how the radio thing started and what I learned from each person. So I'm kind of like the guy taking the journey with these people and learning from them. It's just one person. Everybody's going to take their own thing from each one of their stories. But I was, uh, you know, I was kind of uh, your your uh, everyday Joe listening to this and doing the interviews and how I reflected on it. And then I had an intro, uh, which was telling everybody why I started it and what I was just telling you. And then mm-hmm. I had some health problems and stuff like that. And this was going to be something that I wanted to uh, leave behind. That that was mm-hmm. um, a legacy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah, so you wanted to do something good in in uh, mm-hmm. in this life, you know, something you'd be proud of. And. Uh, so that's that's how that first one happened, and it, it it did real well. It got to number nine on the uh, Barnes & Noble Top 100 Bestseller list, which was cool. It's amazing, that's really uh, cool. and I I got a 710 on my SAT, so it's that wasn't probably supposed to happen. Uh, <laughs> but but the, it, the, then the next one is I I uh, focused on the stories of these incredible women. So there's 13 mm-hmm. women in the next one, and I always said women are tougher than men, <laughs> and, and this 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 case, proves no. it. Yeah, this this proves it. You know, this one story I can I can tell you is that I have a friend who does tattoos, and he said never once in my career has a woman said no, it hurts, stop it. But I get guys all the time saying stop, it hurts. <laughs> I <laughs> can see that being true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So, Casey, what's next for you? Okay, so so we got. I think we're going to put out a, a, the next book. Will be on um, first responders. Oh, wow. Uh, because of uh, so many things that have happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, this, uh, these people are just incredible from 9-11 mm-hmm. to, uh, to uh, the, the COVID to, um, you know, every uh, emergency, just people uh, are so brave. Uh, the, yes, the medical yeah. people, I mean, it, it's, they walk into burning buildings and uh, they, their stories need to be told. Yes. Wow.
0: That's an amazing platform. I'm really glad that you're there to, to share that with everyone. Thanks, man. Yeah, of course. Uh, first our time is up. I can't believe it. We literally just flew through all this. <laughs> if my listeners want to find out more information about you, to purchase your books, to listen to your radio station, uh, I know you said it's on internet as well as FMAM. Where do they find all that information online?
1: Okay, great. Uh, my my uh, radio show is on 24-7, so if you go to com, you can hear uh, the show all day and all night. And uh, if you want to get pick up the books, you can go to barnesandnoble.com or amazon.com, or it might be in your local store, but uh, nobody, we, we don't want to send people uh, out. Uh, it's, it's best, I think it's best always to just order it at home. And it's there, it comes, Perfect. and it's easy. So Amazon, know, right? Barnes Noble. <laughs> Casey Armstrong, simply amazing. There you go. Awesome. So what I would also do, if,
0: if they're not able to find the information any other place, simply go to the show notes in this particular episode at either JamesMillerLifeology.com or Lifeology.tv, and it will link them to all your social media, to your websites, and to uh, to Barnes and Noble as well. So Casey, thank you so much for being an awesome guest on my show. Today. I really appreciate it.
1: James, I, I see why you why you're so popular, man. You do a great interview, and uh, thank, <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right.
0: I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guest's self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on, or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.